It's red season. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Miserable Magical Podcast, or hello if you're new here, I'm I'm Helena. Around here we talk about Orlando theme parks, Taylor Swift, and pop culture, so if that's something that interests you, definitely stick around. It feels like the perfect night to be listening to our podcast because this week we were talking all about Red, Taylor's version. The hype for this re-release was unreal and we were going to be discussing everything from the short film, late night interviews, live performances, new vault tracks, and so much more. Let's just get right into it. Like, we are so excited for this episode. We've been planning it for a while, um, so it's going to be a good one, guys, so definitely stick around. So let's just get right into it. We're going to start with a little introduction. Um, This is our first official Taylor Swift episode, actually, so that's exciting. So we're just going to talk about, like, how we got into her and just, like, our favorite albums, just so you guys get to know us a little bit better. So, yeah. First question, how do we get introduced to Taylor Swift? I don't really remember what specifically, like, got me into her, but I just remember I've been, like, here since the beginning. Like, self-titled album. I'm an OG. I've been a fan for a while. Okay. Yeah. How about you? I would say I've probably been a fan since like 2011, 2010, 2000. I would say 2012. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, guys, I was in second grade <laughs> in 2012. So I wouldn't say I've been a fan since 2006. Like, I don't really re- recall listening to her that much. Yeah. But I definitely recall listening to songs from the red era obviously like i didn't have a phone when i was that young so i wouldn't just like download the thing and listen to all the songs like i knew the basics i knew um you know red i knew 22 i knew um what are the other ones i knew your trouble we are never getting back together like that's what i got introduced to like all the singles Um, so i feel like i've been a fan since 2012 always liked her music definitely Mm -hmm. okay now we're gonna talk about our top three favorite albums okay for me this is tough because I feel like it always changes like with my my mood or like how I'm feeling um agree like I'm obsessed with lover and I feel like a lot of people know that about me but like recently it hasn't been my like top three which is surprising right now my top three is probably speak now red and evermore yeah I think those are my top three yeah I agree with you like my mood like changes what album I'm like vibing with at the Mm -hmm. time like if I'm in like a really good mood I'll probably listen to like 1989 or like maybe like lover or something something upbeat um but I would say as of right now my top three albums are 1989 folklore and red actually like I I think I told Madison this a while ago like I was never really super into red I never talked about it me either um I really, I wasn't really super into it, probably because, like, I don't know if I, like, didn't love the genre, mm-hmm. like, the aesthetic wasn't really, but, like, I don't know, I'm enjoying it right yeah. now. Yeah, that's what so, I said. I was, like, when I was, like, thinking of what my top three was, I was surprised that Red was on there, because when I was younger, I just wasn't into that album as much. Like, I didn't dislike it, I just wasn't into it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm still not a fan of the whole aesthetic that much, like, compared to, like, back when I thought the, I've always kind of thought the outfits were a little cheesy compared to some of the other Mm -hmm. eras. Like, it just wasn't, like, my thing, but as, like, Taylor's version, just, like, a little bit different, I guess. It's a different vibe. Yeah, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've grown to, like, appreciate the album more, if that makes sense. 
which is nice. Yeah, and I, I honestly, like, this year was probably the first time I would fully listen to the album. I wasn't really, like, listening yeah. to it. I never really went back to that much to her old work mm-hmm. until last year. Like, I would just listen to, like, 1989 and then up to that because, like, I would say, like, the last two two years I've really gotten more into it, like, having my own Spotify account and, like, doing all the things and being able to, like, research and really, like, listen to all her music compared to when you're younger and you kind of just, like, listen to it on the radio. Like, it's a totally different experience. Yeah, for sure. So. All right. Favorite song from her. This is really tough because, um, who even knows how many songs she has, I know, really? Right? Like, like, I feel like that also changes for me. Like, that's always, a, like, something that changes. It depends. We should guess she's each other's. That'd be oh, fun. God. Okay. Do you want to go first? I can guess yours okay. first. Yeah. And again? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Do I don't have, have, like, a number one, but that is one of them. Okay. I know what yours was, but I remember you said it changed because you listened to it too much. So now I don't know. This is tough. Well, it's what you were thinking if it was. It's Cowboy Yeah, that's like what me. I was. Yeah. Okay, it good. Is. Good. Because I was like, I can't remember. It's- I can't remember. But yeah, Cowboy Like Me. Yeah, so what? Um, share what like album that's from for your pick. Did you have Begin Again? Is that what you Yeah, wrote I wrote down, down a couple just because I could not decide, but Begin Again was definitely one of them. I've just always loved that song. It's on Red. It's the last song on Red. Love it. It's great. What about you? Mm-hmm. So Cowboy Like Me is from Evermore, which was released last year, almost a year old, crazy. And then I also had a couple more. I had um, Dear John. <gasps> I had that well. one too. Yeah, that's a classic, guys. Really, really I can't good. wait to hear that one re-recorded. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Okay, next question. God-tier album. So, like, our highest-ranking, like, album can just, like, not be beat by anything. What is Speak it? Speak now. Speak now. Yeah, I figure you Supremacy. No questions asked. I went to the Speak Now concert in Atlanta when I was, like, I don't even know how old I was, but it was, like, the best night of my life. It was amazing. (laughs) So, like, that's my favorite album ever. No skips. I love that, like, the aesthetic of Speak Now. It's just the best. I'm jealous of Madison. She's been to, like, three Taylor Swift concerts. I've never been to one. They're so fun. I love them. Yeah. I really, really hope to go on her next tour. Um, My God-tier album is Mm Folklore. I'm a folk. Or Stan, you guys, I don't know if you guys know that about me, but Madison knows that about me. I love that album so much. I love Alternative Taylor. Yes. So it was just, it was a really short era, which makes me sad, like really, really sad. Um, But I adore Folklore. Mm-hmm. So, okay, next question favorite genres from Taylor? As you guys know, she's a very versatile artist, she's done all the different things. Compared to a lot of um, artists today, she definitely doesn't stick to one genre. She kind of just does whatever she wants. But she's a lot of creative freedom now with her new uh, label as well. So, yeah, what's your favorite genre from her? I don't know. I don't think I have, like, a specific favorite. But I just love how she's able to dive in to different, like, genres and really just create something magical with it. Like, I love what she did with Folklore and Evermore. Like, I love that side of her. 
I think it was great. But I also love, like, Southern Taylor. Like, I like hearing the twang in her voice every once in a while. It's kind of fun. I like that one. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Alternative Taylor is my favorite. And I also like Alternative Rock Taylor and Country Rock Taylor. Yes. Um, not a little split on Pop Taylor. Still don't know about yeah, her. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's very split for me. I just think her voice succeeds better in other genres. Um, because she doesn't have, like, an Ariana Grande voice where she can really belt. Like, she sounds better on, like, lower tracks to me, if that makes any yeah. sense. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now that we've gotten, you've gotten a little bit of, like, what our favorites are and stuff like that. Let's just jump into questions about the re-recording and Reddit, Red itself. So, first one is, what is our favorite original song from Red? Ooh, this is tough. There's so many good ones. I put All Too Well. I know that's basic, but it just really is a classic good yeah. song. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, I feel like that's a lot of people's favorites, but it's, like, for a good reason. You know what I mean? It's. I don't think it's overhyped no. for a bad I feel like it's one of her best songs, I, lyrically and just everything. I think it's a really good song. Like, the storytelling in that song is amazing. It's one of her best written songs, like, ever. I have to agree with that. My favorite? I also put the lucky <gasps> one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah I put that one. Cool. My favorites are Begin Again and the lucky one. The lucky one has always been one of my, like, top ten favorites. So I'm really happy that you said that, too. That's a good song. It's perfect. I love the story yeah. of that one. It's such a good song. All right. It's, it's just got a good beat. Yeah. I like it. All right. What songs were we most look, looking forward to hearing from the re-recording? So I was um, looking forward to hearing All Too Well, and I was looking forward to hearing We Are Never Getting Back Together, and then Stay, 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 just to hear how she could still, like, make it all fun and, like, how the track sounds in the original. Yeah. Because there's a fun track. So I was looking forward to those. I was obviously looking forward to, like, Begin Again and The Lucky One. Like I just said, they were my favorites. But I was, like, really excited to hear 22, especially since we've started the podcast. Like, when she announced she was going to be doing um, Red re-recordings, I was like, we have to listen to 22. This is, like, this is our song. Perfect. Yeah. Also, I was just excited for, like, 10 minutes of the original All Too Well. Like... I feel like everyone was yeah. so hyped for that, and I'm so happy we finally have it and we're able to listen to it. So those were my what I was looking forward to the most, I would say. I would say I would I didn't put down all too well ten minute version because I was just thinking like original mm-hmm. tracks more than like vault tracks, but I was definitely more excited to hear the vault tracks yeah. than the recording, obviously, because it's new mm-hmm. music. Um but yeah. All right. Let's talk about Taylor's interviews on both Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers. So let's start with Jimmy. What did you think? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't watch all of it because it was just, it was hard to watch. Yeah, I agree. He was amazing. She was beautiful, talkative, good. She she was good. It was just, Jimmy is just, I used to like Jimmy, but he's just so annoying. Yeah, I He's just like, like, I go through waves with Jimmy Fallon. Like, one day I like him, and the other days I just can't watch one of his interviews because I can't, like, take it. I know. Sometimes he's funny. Yeah. But this was just, it wasn't Like, Box it. of Lies. <laughs> oh, that was bad. When he got up and started, like, dancing, and, like, I was like, Jimmy, please, I can't do this today. <laughs> but Taylor looked gorgeous. She did amazing. 
When yeah. she hinted that she was going to be singing 10 Minute All Too Well on SNL during that interview, I about freaked out. I was like, Helena, she's doing all too well. I'm not ready for this. For oh, Seth, yeah. I love Seth. So, like, I thought that interview was awesome. I thought it was fun. I loved her outfit. I love Seth Myers. Yeah. I think he has a lot better personality mm-hmm. and, like, not fake and, like, he doesn't overdo it like Jimmy yeah. Fallon. I, I really enjoyed that interview because they had, like, it was just a better comedic, like, timing and, like, just their interaction was more Yeah, authentic. it was more like a normal conversation, whereas, like, Jimmy's is more like, let me yeah. fake laugh at everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was more, like, performative for the yeah, audience. With for Jimmy. sure. I felt like Seth and were having, like, a genuine conversation mm-hmm. on the porch or something. Yeah, something like I agree. That. All right. What was our favorite song from the re-recording? What is yours? I want to hear yours. Okay, no, I'll do yeah. mine first, I guess. Um, this might come as a shock. State of Grace ac- acoustic version is my favorite. I you literally wrote that down. I literally wrote that down. <laughs> I, you put I, the same one. I kid you not. I wrote that down. State of Grace acoustic. Oh my gosh. It blew me away. I loved it. Like, um... I personally like the acoustic version better. Yeah. Um, so I just I just enjoy the acoustic version yeah. more. Uh, I just I just love I love that song. It was, it's just the emotion. So good. It's just so good. And like, I love when Taylor does like acoustic versions of her songs. Like she does one for Haunted and then Forever and Always. I feel like the acoustic mm-hmm. songs are, like, you can really hear, like, the emotion and, like, what she's saying and, like, what she's singing. So I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I think they're better. Another example of that is Teardrops on My Guitar. There's, like, a pop version. There's, like, a mm-hmm. radio something. There's, like, a different. The one that's not the pop, it sounds better. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. So I just I just think she succeeds when she's not doing pop. I really, I think she just succeeds. I agree more. with you. I agree with you. I mean, if we were including vaults, it would be something else. But I'm going to save that for later. Yeah, this is just yeah. re-recording. We're State of Grace about. Acoustic. Okay, just the track that we're yeah. on there. All right. Okay, least favorite. <laughs> we have the same yeah, one. Yeah, we do. Let's say it. Okay. I'll say it first. We are never getting back together. Yeah. The, no, 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 no. Well, listen, guys. Before anyone goes, why would you hate that one? It's the wheeze. You know? It's the wheeze. We have a problem with them. I don't hate the song. Yeah. Um. Actually, there's another part of it I don't like. I feel like in all all the upbeat songs, don't I don't like as much. I don't like "I Knew You Were Trouble," and that's like a controversial opinion. I feel like, but it's like I think it's because it was overplayed. I don't think it's. I'm talking about like the re-recording differences. Yeah. I don't like the the ones that are upbeat as much i think the original tracks sound better because i don't know her voice was higher back mm-hmm. then better and on the we're never getting back together you know he's like when he called me up last night he's like i still love yeah. you part it doesn't have any emotion to it compared to the original yeah i could yeah it's down it's kind of stale a little mm-hmm. bit i don't know if that makes any sense i'm not trying to like hate on it but like i just think the um like some of the pop poppier songs on red sounded better with the original tracks because her voice is just like right now 
where she's at her stage in life and like her vocals are just really not for pop they're really they're just not I feel yeah like. I agree with you I agree her voice is not nearly as high as it used no it's to definitely be. like softer to me I feel like like it's definitely like I think it's yeah though. yeah it's not like high pitch but for me I don't like we are never ever getting back together because of the wheeze it just doesn't sound the wheeze I, I just don't like it it sounds like it's Child saying it just bothers yeah. me. All right. What was your favorite re-recorded single? What would you say is yours? Mine was "Everything Has Changed." That's a good one. I have a few reasons. So, I thought it sounded better than the original. Yeah. Um, I thought it sounded more crisp between them. Like it just sounded more fluid. Mm-hmm. The vocals really, really sounded good. I thought that one was really good. I was, I love when Taylor and Ed do stuff together. I love them together. I think that's like a really good song too. I'm not like it. I I used to be like the biggest fan of that song when I was younger. Like that was one of my favorites when I first started listening to it. Like I would watch that music video all the time. Oh, I, I loved, loved music that music video. video. Um, but then I kind of grew out of it. I was like, this is kind of like cheesy. <laughs> not cheesy. <laughs> it's a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit yeah. like that, but it's. I wouldn't say it's a like one of my favorite favorite songs but like it's it's a good song i really enjoyed it the re-recording of it yeah Yeah. i said red and begin again were my two favorites i feel like hearing red re-recorded was like it really took me back to when i was like little and listened to like the original red so i was like this is this is perfect i loved it i thought it was really good what did we think of the vault songs i'm very excited to talk about this one and which was our favorite was it the one we were expecting oh. it to be, or was it completely different? I don't know what I was expecting. I wasn't really thinking about it. I was just excited mm-hmm. for them. I wasn't thinking about, oh, what genres, what are they going to be yeah. like? I wasn't really thinking about it. I was kind of only thinking about the All Too Well 10-Minute version. I wasn't really thinking about any of the other vault songs, to be yeah. honest. What were you expecting? I was super excited when she announced that she was going to be doing a song with Phoebe Bridgers. Because I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before, that I'm a fan of Phoebe's music. So I thought that was going to be my favorite, but it ended up being something totally different. Mine was Forever Winter. So that was the best one for me. Um, yeah. You want me to say yeah. mine? Um, all too well, 10-minute version. <laughs> it was really good. It was it's basic, but I just, I feel the emotion in that song by a long yeah. shot. So, yeah, I, I really, really, the vault tracks, this album would not be nearly as good without the vault tracks, guys. Like, the re-releases really, the vault tracks really make the re-releases special. Yeah. Like, yeah. I listen to the, so I listen to the vault songs more than I do, like, the original ones that she recorded, but I feel like that's just because it's new, but also they're really good. So, I've been listening to the vault tracks mm-hmm. more as well. Yeah. So, so now we're gonna do our rankings. We're not ranking all the songs because that'd be like thirty songs, and that would take way too long. <laughs> we're not gonna do, do you guys like that. So we're gonna do our top five on red, just the originals re-releases, not the vault songs, just like the songs that have been out for yeah. years. So let's do it. Let's talk about what's our number five. Mine. Is treacherous. That would probably be at least my top ten, but I did not put that on there. I put sad, beautiful, tragic. Yeah. 
that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that song. It's a beautiful song. I just like the melodic composition of it. Yeah. So, hey, number four, what did you put? I put The Last Time, which actually surprised me. I have mixed feelings on that song. I don't know I don't why. know what it is about it, but I love it. Like, it's, it wasn't, like, one that I listened to a lot beforehand. And then I heard it on the re-recording, and I was like, I love this song. So, number four for me, I guess. Really good. Put red. I I like the. Yeah. <laughs> why are you surprised? I didn't expect you to put red that high. I don't know why though. I don't know. I really couldn't think of anything else to put for some reason. <laughs> I was like, I liked the song. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I liked red a lot. I don't know. I just yeah, it, it did good. sound good. You're gonna be surprised by number three. Okay, what's your mine was three? red for number three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, mine was Girl at Home. <gasps> yes! That's a good song. Uh, a lot of people either, like, hate that song or they love it, but I actually really enjoy it. And I like the new thing that she did with it. Wait, what was it? She, like, made it more poppy. Oh, uh, see, I didn't really listen to Girl at Home beforehand. You have to listen to the different ones. They're totally different types of yeah. beats. They're totally different. Um, but I really, I liked it. I think it's a good mm-hmm. song. So I put that for number That's a three. good one. Okay, what's your number two? Begin Again. I loved it. Her yeah. voice just sounded really good on that one. I loved it. Yeah, that's a good one. I put Holy Ground. I love Holy Ground. Oh, Holy Ground Supremacy. We love Holy Ground. I love it. All right. Okay, number one, we have the same one. I would, I think so, yeah. State of Grace yes, acoustic yes. version. That's, that is crazy. We are literally we are so in sync, Helena. We are so in sync. Like, I was thought you were gonna be shocked when I put that. I was like, oh, like this is a, like a weird thing to put for no, is not it? at all. I don't really like the original State of Grace. Like, I love the acoustic. I really version. like the acoustic version. I love it. I love it. Like the lyrics, just they just. They just it's so good. So I'm, I'm so happy we both put that. It's like that's it's iconic. Crazy. There's like how many like sixteen songs on red, and we put yeah. that one. That's crazy. <laughs> so, okay, now this is the part we've been like really excited for. We're gonna do our vault songs ranking. I'm scared. We're really excited. I'm scared. Oh, why for mine or yours? No, for both of our. Well, for mine because I like. I've changed mine like four times because I can't decide. Like, I don't know. All right. Do you just want to jump into it? Yeah, let's just get okay. into it. Number nine. <laughs> I put run. I put run. Okay. I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to put run at the top or like somewhere near there. Oh no, I don't enjoy that. Song. It's all right. It's just like, I don't listen to that one as much. I don't, I don't know. It's just a little slow yeah. for me. Although I do like slow songs. There's something about it I don't love. Also wanted to preface, none of these songs I dis- yeah. like, really, really dislike. Me either. I like genuinely like at least like five out of ten for all yeah. of them. Um, So I don't hate any of these songs. I would just like some, a lot of them are better than <laughs> others. Okay, so we put Run for number nine. I'm glad she didn't put that on the album. Like, everything has changed just so much yeah, better. Yeah, I agree. 
Because she said she was originally going to put that on the album and not put Everything Has Changed. No, 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 no. Everything Has Changed, <laughs> Supremacy. That's a good song. I like Run, too, but it's just, I don't listen to that one. Okay, number eight. Better Man. What? Yeah. Oh, Sorry, besties. Why? What did you put? Message in a Bottle. Okay, yeah. I don't love that one. It sounds like a 1989 song to me. Barbie movie. Not Barbie movie. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't get into that song. Okay. Oh, I feel like I should change my five and six. I might just Okay. Okay, what's your seven? Message in a bottle. Yeah. Okay. So So like same level. Mine. Yeah, mine's the very first night, which I feel like I should have ranked it higher. Really? Okay. Yeah, I was maybe I should have put it in like five or six, but okay. Okay, so <laughs> I'm like reading. I know you're like now. looking at it like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like that song, but I feel like it repeats the lyrics, some of the lyrics over too much. Yeah. Maybe that's my only thing. I put seven. Okay, six. I put babe. I just switched it in my head. What did I you put say? Babe. No, can no, I explain why I put it there? No, no. Okay, you can't. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can explain. Okay, so she she did it with Sugarland, I believe, a year or two ago, and I played that a lot. So, I've already heard her. So she goes in the middle. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why. I don't dislike it. I just have listened to it before. Wait, is this seven? Six. Or six. Yeah, six. six. Okay. Well, I just switched my six. I'm going to say better okay. than okay. six. Okay, fair. Yeah. It's not no. a bad song. It's just a little too country. Yeah. For me. All right. Okay, five. I put... I just switched. I so. put the very first night. I feel like that's... Yeah. yeah. That's good, I guess. I just now put I Bet You Think About Me. Okay, yeah. It was a little bit too country for me when I first heard it in the harmonica came in. I was like, oh. You know what's funny? I, I like country music, but I was just like, I don't know about The this. first time I ranked these, that was my bottom one. Which was interesting. Yeah. But after watching the music video, it Yeah, grew on me, me too. Alright. Okay. Four. I put I Bet You Think About Me. I put Forever Winter. I feel like that's a good ranking, number four. That's good. <laughs> you guys can't see the facial expression I just made. I just realized <laughs> I'm, like, looking at Helena with, like, like these crazy eyes. <laughs> it's good. It's not better than the songs I have. Yeah, okay, okay, fair, fair. <laughs> you hate that when you hear my number three, but okay. <laughs> okay, what's your three? My number three is big. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love that it's song. It's not so bad. Much. I just overplayed it for myself when she did it with Sugarland. I, I love that song. Like, I love it. Okay. So. Period. <laughs> it, it's a stand song right now. So. Wait, was that number three? Okay. I yes. put all too well. We're... That is way yeah. too high. I, I, <laughs> I was like, way too high. 
Yeah, sorry guys. I like it, but the other two really took it for me. So sorry. What's the best song in the album? I know. Well, listen, three. Top three faves. I think that's a good ranking for it. Everyone is shaking their heads at home right now. Everyone's like, we just lost like 10 listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Unsubscribing. (laughs) All right. Okay, number two. Nothing new. I guess we have the same one. Nothing new for yes. me too. Although it makes me depressed. I love that but. song. <laughs> it makes me depressed, but I like it. <laughs> same. <laughs> I was, literally the first time I listened, I was like, oh, this is my depressing song. So new Therapists <laughs> hate them. It's such a good yeah. song. It, it's a really good song. Number one. Forever Winter. And I stand by my statement. It's superior. So sorry. So sorry, everyone at home. I put, I put all too well to That is fair. Time. That is fair. I just love Forever Winter. It's great. I just love Jake Gyllenhaal just getting, like, dumped <laughs> in the trash on the song. <laughs> it is not for Jake Gyllenhaal. We do not stand Jake Gyllenhaal. I keep, I keep calling him Jake Gyllenhaal for some reason. I've called him that for like 10 years. He, it, it's We don't have to pronounce it correctly. We can call him whatever we want to call him. <laughs> we do not stand him. No. Alright, so that's our ranking. We're, maybe we'll put like a poll and see which one you guys liked better. Oh, everyone's so gonna disagree <laughs> Everyone's going to say mine like they did for Sour, because everybody likes I know, you must have sour. better taste. Jeez. It was, I had better taste. Because there was one song that was, because you put Traitor at, like, number 10. That's why it was, like, click I know, off. I know. <laughs> Dang. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, we need to the next question. <laughs> okay, we're talking about the All Too Well short film mm-hmm. now lives in my heart i loved it it was i just want to see taylor do more stuff like that like that short film was incredible like listening to it was just loved it do you want to explain the concept to some people who might still not might not know the whole like story or detail just like a short little summary if you know anything um so basically i mean so basically we don't like jake gyllenhaal (laughs) I don't, I don't know, like, I mean, okay, so I guess it was Taylor Swift, the age gap yeah. is something that's important. The age gap is a big thing. So what, what was the age gap exactly? It's like, was it like 20 and 30, 19 and 30 or something? Something like, like that. No. I think 20. It, I think it, no, it was 21, 20 to 21 because yeah. she talks about being 21. Yeah. So, and he was like 29 yeah. or something, which is like a pretty big age gap once you, if you think about it. Um, so that's a big part of the song, and then the whole scarf significance of the scarf is pretty big too. Yeah. Um, and then the whole ending was cool, like where she was like made it into like a book or something. Yeah. And now she's selling it on that's her store, cool. like it was a little notebook. I think that's super super cute. Yeah, it's cute. And I love redheaded Taylor. Taylor. I love. Yeah, that, that was cool. Also, want to like give recognition to the actors in that i love sadie and dylan i love dylan they oh i was jealous it didn't feel like i was watching like two actors like acting it felt like i was watching like a real like couple you know like it just felt Mm -hmm. very natural i thought they did an incredible job with it 
It did feel natural. I liked it. I, I overall, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. So let's talk about the SNL performance of All Too Well. Incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Show stopping. Never been done before. Never done. <laughs> Never been done before. It was so good. I was blown away. And every element was incredible. The change in lighting, the leaves falling. Like, they put blue lighting on her for, like, the coldness of Jake. Yeah. And they put the warm lighting on her for, like, the warmest of Taylor. And then the snow falling at the end. Literally such a good performance. She blew me away. As always. I don't know how she did that for ten minutes, though. Like, I know. I could not do it for ten minutes. You could see her getting out of breath a little bit at mm-hmm. the end. Just a little bit. But, uh, incredible. It was great. She did amazing. It was, it was really, really good. Alright. Favorite lyrics from the re-recording slash vault. Any specific ones that come to your I mind? I have two. I put, I have one from All Too Well and then one from Forever Winter, because, you know. So my favorite from Forever Winter is I'll Be Summer Sun For You Forever. Which I just liked because the song kind of talks about, like, somebody going through, like, a really hard time. And Taylor's, like, trying to remind them, like, she'll be there for them. You know what I mean? So I really liked that, like, lyric. And then I liked um, the one from All Too Well, which is Just Between Us to the Love Affair Maim You Too. Those are my two favorite lyrics. That's a good one. I am basic. (laughs) Um... I really, this is a popular one. I liked that at How Can a Person Know Everything at 18 but Nothing at 22, which is such a true Oh, lyric. I loved I'm that not one. 18 yet or close to 22, but I can already kind of relate to that in a, in a way. Um, but I thought it was interesting because, like, 22, and then that song was originally supposed to be on the album, right? Yeah. Nothing too. So it's like she's feeling sad about 22, but like in the other song, she's all about being happy about turning 22. So it's kind of like a contrast yeah. a little bit, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also, I liked, um, I still remember the first fall of snow and how it glistened as it fell. I remember it all too well. Not so much the lyric, but more the way she sings it. Mm-hmm. Sounds really good for some reason. I don't know, it just sounds really, really good. You know what's another good one that I just thought of? That I like the way she sings it? Because you can, like, really hear, like, how she's feeling. I like the one where she says, You kept me like a secret, but I kept you like an oath. That was my (gasps) next one. I was just... Oh, sorry. I I stole your thunder there. I was literally going to say that one. I thought that is such a good And the way she sings it, just... Oh, my gosh. So good. It's so funny that we both that. (laughs) We're so in sync. Yeah. We are today. <laughs> but yeah, very good lyrics. Also, I wanted to say that all too well, I really thought up until recently that she had just like added lyrics. I didn't know that was the original version until <laughs> a while ago. Yeah. Like, I feel duped. <laughs> like I thought she'd just gone and added lyrics. I was like, she wrote that when she was like yeah. 20? It's, it's insane. It's crazy. But yeah, she killed it. Okay. Now we're going to talk about the most recent thing that happened. As you can tell, we're kind of going like a timeline of events. So we're going to talk about the I Bet You Think About Me music video. What did we think? I loved it. That might be one of my new favorite Taylor music videos. Like, I thought it was great. 
I've only seen it once. I gotta watch it again, but I enjoyed it. I think it was really well done, and I'm so... It was so cool that Blake Lively was a part of making it with her. Like, I I think they're both geniuses. I like the little Easter eggs that they had around there. There's a couple. I can only remember, like, a few at the top of my head, but I loved it. That was really good. I thought it was good, too. I loved that red dress. Oh my goodness, she looked She stunning. looked amazing. And people were saying that was kind of like a um, comparison between like Fearless when she's like wearing like the white dress and then she wore like she wears like the red dress as like the brunette or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I, think, I can't remember, but there's like a comparison with it from Fearless. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it though. I thought it was like unique and the country music just sounded really good with yeah. it. So, I, I approve. Me too. Okay, last question. What do we think is next for Taylor? We're going to make predictions for the next album re-recording. Do we think it's like Speak Now, 1989, debut, reputation? Or is she just going to throw us off like with, I don't know, something completely different than we think? Well, we think most of the fandom, as well as us, well, I think, I'm speaking for you, <laughs> Um, think 1989 Speak Now, right? Yeah. Like, that has to be next. I think Speak Now is next, but there's so many Easter eggs that point to 1989 as well, so, like, I don't know. I don't know what Blondie's got up her sleeve. I think 1989 is next, because I feel like with Speak Now, she'd want to come out with that in, like, December, January, February, Mm -hmm. and I don't think she's going to release one that soon, because I think she's doing it, like, by... Like, what people consider, like, she's sticking to, like, what time frame, like, her album came out. Yeah. Oh, actually, when did 1989 come out? 2014, I believe. But, like, what month? Oh, I don't remember. I think October. Oh. Oh, you're right. Well, I don't know then. But I feel like she's going to stick with, like, going into the summer, and that's going to be the next one. It's just... Because I feel like... Speak Now seems too soon to release. Yeah, to me. I mean, not like April, maybe. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel like there's so many Easter eggs for both of them, though. Like I was looking up some stuff, and there's like so many Speak Now Easter eggs, and I just I don't know what to think. I really don't. Like, well, there's an Easter egg in the I bet you think about me music video that I thought of for 1989, and then some people were like, I heard that with the one about the cake. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the one about the layers or something, or is it like the the number? Yeah, or like something? there's um one of the layers has like birds on it that's similar to her shirt, and then the top tier of the cake has like twenty six and thirteens around it, and I was like, what does the twenty six have to do with it? Because I know thirteen, she was born December thirteenth. Well, some people were saying the twenty six was the twenty sixth track of the album, which is I bet you think about me. With True, the or but I also think she was. 2526 when she re- when she released 1989 I'm not 100% on that but I think she was so that like shows that and then when she put um that speak no when she was selling the red albums on her store it was like $20.10 and 2010 was the year speak now came out so I'm like which one are we coming out with Taylor I can't keep up yeah I'd, I'd be happy with any of them yeah. Um, other than like debut and reputation, I'd rather just I'd rather see Speak Now or 1989 for the next two months because I'm not like a huge fan of Reputation. I'm not either. Or debut compared to the other two, like the other two are like 
the world is gonna go crazy when 1989 drops because that is such a big it was like and her biggest like album hit it was great red has been really really successful too and that wasn't like a huge huge album compared to 1989 so i can't imagine what it's gonna be like when that it's gonna be crazy oh my gosh i really want to know what the vault tracks are for that like i can't wait i cannot wait yeah so we're excited either way let us know let, let us know what you guys think is coming next yeah um so yeah that about sums up our episode we hope you guys enjoyed it we are so glad we finally got to do a taylor swift episode it was so fun and yeah we're definitely gonna be doing more of these in the future for sure all right now it is time for small shop shout out all right so we both thought it would be super fun to share like a taylor swift inspired shop with you guys for this episode um so our shop this week is mosaic heart co um, Mosaic Heart Co. is a small shop on Etsy that specializes in making super cute Taylor Swift merch. They have, like, crew necks, t-shirts, stickers, all that kind of stuff. Helena actually found their shop and sent it to me. And when she sent it over and I was looking at their page, I was like, we need to talk about them. For sure. They have super cute red designs right now. Like, they have a, sh- a little crew neck and shirt that says, Autumn Leaves Falling Down Like Pieces Into Place. Um, they have one that says Taylor's version. They have one that's Starlight Yacht Club, which I like the song Starlight a lot. And I think that's a really cute, like, symbol of it. And then I like their Sad Beautiful Tragic crew neck. They have a Comeback Be Here one. I just think all the designs in this shop are super adorable. And I absolutely love that you can see that this, um, the designer of this shop really loves Taylor Swift through their work. Um, they have really cute Taylor Swift um, stickers and they have some cute tote bags that you can also check out. My favorite design right now from them is their Christmas tree farm one. It's like this pretty um, green, dark green color. And it's like the same Christmas tree farm that Taylor Swift grew up on. I love that song from Taylor. Christmas is right around the corner. So it's like the perfect crew neck. Um, Mosaic Heart Co. wanted me to let you guys know that they will be having a Swiftmas sales event that will run from December 1st to December 13th. So be on the lookout for that. I'm super excited for what that has in store for it. And yeah, follow um, Mosaic Heart Co. on Instagram, TikTok, and Etsy. Thank you very much to Mosaic Heart Co. for letting us talk about your shop on this episode. So yay, that concludes our episode. Thank you so much to Mosaic Heart Co. for letting us feature your shop. And that concludes our episode. We really hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, and remember, you can find us on Instagram, Miserable Magical Podcast. Our socials are always linked wherever you listen. So we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.